Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I'm reading Richard Corbin's Shadows on the Grave by Dark Horse Comics, number one. Richard Corbin is fast becoming one of my favorite artists. He's been around for decades, but I feel that I really haven't experienced his art until much recently. He's got a very painterly, intricate, beautiful style. The cover of this book features a grotesque skeleton whose flesh is falling off and revealing branches protruding from its mouth and eyes. The back cover also has a beautiful mini-comic of a zombified character choking the life out of poor Myron, with Mag the Hag making a little quip about the situation. This book seems to be a modern take on the Tales from the Crypt series, where we have Mag the Hag and Gurgi Tate presenting various short vignettes of horror. On the back page, we see the information that this is part one of eight, and story, art, and letters by Richard Corbin, cover by Richard Corbin. Richard Corbin's style is a beautiful, detailed, painterly, photorealistic style that fits right in with the pantheon of heavy metal artists throughout the decades. His art is realistic, but still caricatured and stylized. There are faces and bodies that are realistic with just a touch of the fantastical added to them. I'm very fascinated, very intrigued by this book. I I didn't know anything about it. I saw it on the shelf. I saw Richard Corbin's art on it, and I picked it up. The first page, the inside cover, starts off saying, This is old Mag the Hag with my buddy in fear, Gurgi Gate, back from his premature retirement with a word about this comic. So there seems to be a mythology that is being that has been built up. Again, it's sort of like the Crypt Keeper, but Richard Corbin's own characters. Here's a partial and tentative listing of possible themes we will be presenting within these pages. So this is going to be an anthology, eight issues long, and here's some possible ideas. Death Trance, Trophy of Horror, Love Thing... Husk of Horror, Mound of the Decayed, and an on and on a great list of possible horror story titles. So there's about three or four short stories that are in this book, and then part one of a longer story. The Amazing Adventures of Danaeus. What's also interesting is that the book itself, the stories, are published on plain old uncoded paper. You don't really see that anymore in comics. Every comic has basically gone on to the four-color glossy page stock, and this one goes back to the classic uncoded pages that, that have that classic texture. Another throwback is that the book is completely in black and white, which is very interesting. It's kind of odd. You don't really see that many black and white books. The odd thing is that Richard Corbin's style is known for these beautiful colors, these beautiful tones and shading. And I sort of feel that the black and white aspect doesn't do it justice. Interestingly, Mag the Hag notes right off the bat, 
You may have noticed that the stories here are rendered in black, white, and gray tones. This is not because we are cheap, we are, or poor, we are. The reason is that images in gray tones create and express a special unity and mood which is most appropriate for short horror stories. At least the ones we want to tell. So the first story is about kids, a traveling puppeteer, and the horror that that brings. There really are some horrible looking images here, but not horrible in a way of grotesque and violent for the sake of violent, but these expressions and the moodiness of the panels, these shadows falling over people's faces, they're really scary, they're really unnerving. There are flashes of violence, and then a sudden, the end, in classic EC Comics style. The second story is about marooned passengers on an island. Again, beautifully rendered. These faces, these expressions, these people are, are fluid, dynamic, voluminous characters that inhabit this world. And then when the horror overtakes them, you feel it yourself. You see these expressions, the tears, the anguish. And then, of course, the twist ending, the unjustness of it all. The third story seems to have been created with more of a focus of a black and white medium. The previous two stories seem to have been created in color and then rendered in black and white. The third story has many more flat black and white and gray tones. I think that um, that's less jarring than the first two. Whereas the first two stories, I wish I could see the original colors. This is a story about a battered wife and husband and the revenge that must inevitably occur. And the fourth story is uh, the long-form story of Danaeus, part one of eight. The first several pages sort of don't seem to fit with the rest of the story, but I guess upon further reading and reading the next issues, they will make more sense where it's basically about a hero in the, in, the, in the vein of Heracles or Hercules of ancient Greece and Rome, beautifully rendered again. There is a statue of Zeus here that looks more realistic than any of the styles of art that the big publishers are outputting at the moment. This beautiful Roman nose and this, these classic stringy beards. There is a portent of doom and then to be continued. Definitely getting this one to see what happens next. I really enjoyed Richard Corbin's Rat God from a couple of years ago. And I want to pick up more of his work. He's just a master in this realm of photorealistic, caricatured horror stories. So this week I read Richard Corbin's Shadows on the Grave, number one from Dark Horse Comics. And this has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. See you next week.